Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The guy who's going to help us define the uh, the shape and size of the corner with which the Dolphins are turning around right now. Um, Adam Beasley. Adam, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, well, we're we're trying to figure out if this is real with the Dolphins. <laughs> That's really what we're trying to figure out. Is this is this reality? Is this just fantasy? Are, are are they capable of sustaining the, the way that they're doing where it doesn't seem like they have, you know, one dominant phase every week? It just seems like they're just doing enough to win these games. Yeah, a couple of things. If they play like they did on Sunday the rest of the way, no, it's not sustainable because they were terrible in offense. I mean, those aren't my words. Those are Adam Gase's words. They were awful. I mean, they were uh, was it 11 possessions, 10 punts, and, and, a, and, a, and a pick. That was awful. Um, but if they play like they did against Pittsburgh, if they play like they did against Buffalo, and if they play like they did in the last six minutes uh, uh, against the Rams, yeah, then they've got something. I think they are fortunate. I know Perkins and I go uh, ten rounds about this. They are fortunate with the schedule that they have. Uh, if they would have played like they played on Sunday against the Patriots, they would have gotten boat raced. I mean, they would have gotten smoked. But they were fortunate to play a rookie quarterback making his first start in a – severely limited offense uh, and against Jeff Fisher, who's not a smart football coach. <laughs> so yeah, they, they have some things working their advantage right now, but all that being said is you need that sometimes, right? There are four or five really good teams in football. And I don't even know if there are that many this year. Uh, there are at least three Seattle, uh, Oakland and new England. Uh, and then there's the next tier. That next tier can be anything between six and 10 and 10 and six. And the dolphins have been in that tier uh, since as long as I've been in South Florida. Um, and and maybe they're they're getting the breaks that they didn't get the last seven years. Sometimes that's enough. Look, I think Adam Gase is a huge upgrade uh, over Joe Philbin. I think he's pushing the right buttons. I think Jay Ajayi is the best running back they've had since Ricky Williams. Uh, but still, uh, you know, you look at that roster and their linebackers are scary. Their corners are pretty scary. Uh, Rashad <laughs> Jones is out for the year, and they're hurt. Their offensive line, which was their strength. Uh, is all kinds of banged up. So, yeah, it's, they're lucky they're, they're, they're facing the Niners this week, but sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Wow, Bees. I, you have offended so many people. I'm sending this cut to Lamar Miller because you insulted him with the Jay Ajayi res- mm-hmm. re- remark. Ronnie I'm, Brown, too. Uh, Ronnie Brown. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sending this to, to Koa Misi. I'm sending this to everybody. You're calling the linebackers not real. Uh, Donald Butler, I'm sending this to everybody. But, look, Bees, are they a playoff team? Yes or no, this is your final answer. Are they a playoff team? Yes, I think they'll get in uh, because uh, they're better than the teams that, that, that are behind them, and the teams that are ahead of them are going to play each other. Their schedules, the schedule for the Chiefs and the Broncos, you look at it, is just, just murder. I, I, I think uh, the Dolphins get to 10 wins, and which was we were one and four. You would have probably had a drug test me if I said that in the air. Uh, but I think <laughs> they do get to 10 and six, and I think they do make the playoffs because the schedule sets up nicely because Adam Gase – should get consideration for coach of the year because J.J. is a really good football player. Okay, 10-6, and 4-2 and two finish, right, from here? Yes. 
So right. that uh, I mean, they lose to the Patriots, or are you giving them that loss? Are you? Can, I don't can, know how. I mean, I don't know how it'll get there, but I think they get to ten and six uh, because the Patriots. Uh, if they continue to win, they're they're going to be playing for nothing that that, that week seventeen. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I think they get there. I think they win this this week. Uh, they probably lose at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore's a better team. Than they showed uh, as the Cowboys. Uh, but I, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals are terrible. The Jets are terrible, and the Bills aren't very good. So yeah, no, I think they you, they they find a way to get to ten wins. And uh, you and I, Perk, are uh, are making reservations to either Houston or Pittsburgh uh, for the first weekend in January. Okay, Adam, let's just say that uh, they do the same old Dolphins thing and, you know, they they lose those games in New York and Buffalo and they miss the playoffs. Have Gase and Tannehill shown enough this year? Have they shown the fan base enough this year to say, okay, we trust these guys going forward, we have a future with these two? Well, I think they're two different questions. Uh, I think Adam Gase's sample size is so small that you can only be encouraged by what he did this year, particularly after taking one and four to six and four. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, that, that's a trickier question because he's on his uh, second head coach and third offensive coordinator. Uh, but I will make this bold prediction. Ryan Tannehill will be on the roster in 2017. He's going to be their quarterback. Look, this team is – they weren't building for this year. I mean, this is kind of found money, right? This is – wow, we're 6-4. and four. We're, we're supposed to be two years off. This is uh, – when a new coach comes in, he wants his own guys. And I'd probably say maybe 30% of the roster are guys that Adam Gase handpicked. Uh, so no, I, I I think they're heading in the right direction. I and you know we've 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 probably gotten so bored of hearing about rebuilding and trusting the process and all that that we don't you know the words don't mean anything anymore. But here I think it does. I, I mean I I think there is sustainability as to how they're building. Uh, I think they need to get some offensive linemen that don't, that don't get hurt so often. I mean uh, Brandon Albert and Mike Pouncey are really good football players, but if you can only count them for eight weeks of the year, that's that's not good. Uh, but, you know, you look at, at the positions where I mentioned where they, they, they lack for depth, they're going to have a boatload of cap money this, this year coming up. Uh, they may not have a, drive, a high draft pick anymore, which would be a good thing for Dolphins fans, but they'll have a first-round draft pick. They'll have some picks. They're going to get a, a compensatory pick for Olivier Vernon that you can build uh, depth through. And, look, they've, they've shown that they can find some success and in, in diamonds in the rough. I know they got smoked for that for that that draft trade, moving down, uh, trading with the Eagles for Byron Maxwell and Kiko Alonso. Uh, but I don't know how you can look at that trade anyway, but a success at this point. They got the player they would have taken at eight in Tunsil, uh, and they got two starters, including one in Alonso, that's playing really well. The, the thing to me that, that jumps out is the decision that was made to basically cut all of their backup defensive linemen, uh, offensive linemen, excuse me. Um, and, and to do that, and it, it, during the middle of the season, essentially, just to say, you guys are just not good enough. We're, we're making this move. I mean, that's not a, that's not a coach who is not confident in himself. As I go with all the double negatives here, I mean, th- I mean, that's a co- that's a coach who's going to follow his beliefs and basically say, look, I, I you know, we're going to go with Sam Young, right? We're going to go with Urbic. We're going to go with Steen. We're not going to go with Douglas. We're not going to go with Thomas, etc. To me, th- that's where he really jumped out to me in as different than previous coaches that we've seen here. And what was the quote, that quote, Perkins, that talent doesn't matter, talent is irrelevant? Uh, and it's funny you hear that. It sounds like kind of pinny to your ear, but that the point he's making is I don't care what your draft stock was. I don't care how much we paid for you. Uh, if you're not playing the way we want you to play, you're not going to be on this team. And he showed that by cutting Turner and Thomas which is probably about two years overdue, but, you know, whatever. And he showed that by benching Byron Maxwell. Uh, he showed that by pulling Juwan James uh, in the fourth quarter in overtime of that Browns game. 
and those moves have, have panned out for him, right? I mean, the players have gotten the message. I don't think there was any message louder than, than, than the cuts you were talking about, but he's hitting those right buttons. Now, again, if uh, Kiko Alonso doesn't come up with that interception or, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's no second kickoff for Kenyon Drake, uh, and, and so they, they don't win those games, or uh, Ryan Tannehill throws an interception on that last play instead of a touchdown, we're all here saying, oh, what another mediocre Dolphin season. That's kind of how thin the line, the line is between success and failure. But at this point, I mean, just enjoy the ride, Dolphins fans. It may not be a Super Bowl team. It may not be a winning the first round of the playoffs, but I mean, we're talking about playoffs here in, in, in South Florida the weekend of Thanksgiving, and, and this is a team that started one and four, one and four. So, yeah, you've got to enjoy this for as long as it lasts because it wasn't supposed to happen this year. Adam, thanks for taking the time. appreciate it. All right, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.